0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey everyone. Before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everybody the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or, if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As a part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with BlueWire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com slash join.
2: What's up guys, it's Tyrell Terry here and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast.
1: Let me step back for a minute, tired of the
3: gimmicks, see we just focused on winning, ball in the airline center, we about to get litty. Luca carrying a torch, boredom jumped up on the porch, how you reckon with his force, third season in the game and he a legend by his fourth, look, after dirt, now the king of Dallas, airline serving, as the palace, young team and it's full of talent, won revenge, we accept the challenge, Luca carrying a legacy, what it take to be an MVP, being great, know it cost a fee, know it really ain't that hard to see, hold on wait, silence the critics cause they never did it, Pass El Jordan I ain't woke up the city, map shooting hot like we straight out the chimney, go back to Batman I'm calling them Drizzy, more triple doubles I'm waiting on 50, step back smoother you know it's so filthy, if I get down on my team gonna lift me. Rap the map, step back, overcame the setbacks, starting where we left at. No, we gotta get back, no, we gotta get back. Rap the map, step back, overcame the setbacks, starting where we left at. No, we gotta get back, like, no, we gotta get back. Let me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute.
1: Let me step back for a minute. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Alton Trigg. Uh, Today, I will not be joined uh, by my co-host and DallasBasketball.com colleague, Matt Galatson. Uh, Just the way things worked out with scheduling and everything, and uh, he's not able to join me for this one. But, we do have a very special episode for you guys today uh mavs rookie guard tyrell terry who has been absolutely killing it in the g league so far for the memphis hustle uh decided to come on and join me to to do a little one-on-one chat and uh we're really excited to have him and really appreciate him taking the time to do it so without further ado hope you guys enjoy this one be sure to go like rate and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms but here's my talk with tyrell terry all right, Ty. Uh, we'll get started here. The first thing I wanted to ask you: so it's the night of November eighteenth. Uh, the announcement comes in that the Dallas Mavericks have drafted Tyrell Terry with the number thirty-one pick. What was the first thing going through your head at that moment? Um, you
2: know, for me, it was just kind of, um, kind of, just a moment of you know disbelief. Um, growing up. You know, I was kind of always uh, the underdog because I was you know, smaller than everyone else. And so um, just hearing my name called, you know, during the NBA draft was something that, um, you know, not many not many people thought it was going to happen. So for me, um, kind of just a feeling of all my hard work, you know, paying off. Um, you know, I know I have a lot of work to do, but, you know, that feeling in that moment is very special.
1: Yeah. Just how you play the game, I mean, is there a certain player... Growing up, that you looked up to specifically, or did you did you pick from a couple different guys? Did you try to mold your game after anyone?
2: Um, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say I tried to you know mold my game after anyone really growing up. Um, you know there were certain players that I watched that, um, you know I like their mentality. You know I was a huge Kobe Bryant fan growing up, and so, um, you know kind of part of my competitiveness comes from you know admiring the way he competed um, during his time in, in the NBA, and so, um, but no, I wouldn't say that I really. Um, you know modeled my game
1: after anyone growing up well just branching off of that you know after you know you said it was basically like an awe awe awe-inspiring moment when you got drafted and you know you finally made it you're living out the dream now you're in the nba uh what were some of those pre-draft conversations or meetings like with the mavs i mean did you have a pretty good idea uh beforehand that that was a, a likely destination for you
2: um. Yeah, I had, I had several meetings with the Mavs before. Um, you know, the draft occurred. Um, and they went fairly well. Um, you know, I knew they were on the radar of teams that you know were interested in me, but um, you know, I wasn't. You know, positive that you know I was going to end up in Dallas, and you know, going into the that I, I wasn't really um, quite positive where I was going to end up. You know, regardless, so um, it was kind of a surprise, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I I know just from their end, you know, it came out that uh, they pegged you as a top 20 player in the draft. So obviously they had uh, the 18th pick, and they got Josh Green and everything, and they didn't even think you were going to be available. And then, <laughs> it, you know, as it turns out, you get to, to pick 31, and you're still there, and they're just absolutely thrilled. So uh, I know they were extremely happy to pick you up there, and uh, I'm sure you're you're happy to get some uh, some good experience in the G League right now. Uh, and even before that you know you got there was a couple uh, times where you were getting some run with the Mavs uh, on the varsity team there and you've shown some flashes here and there too but just branching off of that Ty uh, you've been killing it in the G League in my opinion you know on your assignment with the Memphis Hustle Uh, we wish it was with our Texas Legends but you know they they weren't able to you know go to the G League bubble but Right now, 17 points, five rebounds, three assists per game, uh, shooting 44% from the field, 37 from three. But over the last five games, you've raised that to 50% overall and 42% from three. Do My question for you, do you feel yourself getting more and more comfortable with each pass, passing game? Because the stats definitely seem to reflect that.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I think – um, you know, with me, I just it was a matter of getting comfortable. Um, you know, I think as the games have gone on here, I've um, gotten more comfortable, and I think you know my game and um, the stats have shown it. Uh, unfortunately, I got hurt um, in my last game, so I wasn't able to finish that one out. But um, you know, I feel like I've been getting a lot more comfortable. You know, as of recent, I think um, it's helped my conf- helped my confidence. You know, in myself and um, allowed me to get better as a player. So I think the experience has been has been great for me so far.
1: Yeah, and I mean, not just not just the on-court stuff, but you know how difficult has it been for your transition to the NBA, given all the un- unordinary circumstances. You know, you you've got the pandemic going on. Uh, it was a shortened off season, a shortened preseason, and training camp. It's just not really your your typical process for for rookies coming into the league. H- has that been difficult for you in any way?
2: Um, you know, it has been a little bit difficult, um, but I think, you know, um, you kind of just got to, I found myself just, you know, kind of sitting back and, you know, realizing how grateful, grateful, grateful I am, uh, pardon me. And, just how blessed I am, you know, with the pre-draft, it was a very long pre-draft where, you know, you're kind of doing the same thing every day for a couple months there. Um, you know, especially in the mid-summer, you know, then we come in and, you know, training camps, you know, two weeks long and then, you know, we're already into the season. Um, you know, then coming into the season, uh, you know, I find myself, you know, coming to the G League bubble, which uh, I didn't really, you know, think would happen. If you know, you asked me uh, seven months ago, what would happen? You um, know, my rookie year in the NBA. So, um, but it's all been great for me, and um, you know, I'm excited to see what's going to be, you know, to come, you know, for the rest of my rookie year and moving forward.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets.
1: Yeah, we're 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 paid well, I won't say we're patiently waiting over here but uh you know after the draft we also you know had you pegged as one of the the top guys in there and when the Mavs drafted you we were pretty excited about it. We put out a a post draft pod and we were just raving about it and everything. So I won't say we're patiently waiting. Uh we're we're impatiently waiting for you to get that uh that breakout moment which I have no doubt will will come later down the road for you with the Mavs, but I want to ask you this, because after the draft, uh, the Ma- like I said, the Mavs were on record and saying that they had you pegged as a top 20 player. Uh, you had the ringers, Kevin O'Connor, he came out and went as far as to say that you would be the steal of the draft. Uh, I'm sure, you know, as hard of a worker as you are, as much time as you put into it, you're probably already pretty self-motivated. But does seeing stuff like that motivate you even more? Um, yeah, it does. You know, I think um,
2: yeah, I'm a pretty self-motivated person, but um, you know, to have those type of expectations and um, to see the amount of support that I've gotten from the Dallas, um, you know, fans and support system, you know, it makes me wanna, um, you know, it motivates me to become a great player for the city um, and be a great player for the fans to watch, especially to see how excited they were, you know, once I was drafted. So, you know, there's a great deal of motivation to, you know, want to perform for myself and and obviously for the fans and the organization.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I mean, your game, everybody knows about the uh, the offensive abilities. Anybody who's kept up with you, you know, throughout your time at Stanford and uh, the pre-draft process and even this year in the G League, they know what you can do on that end. We've seen it. Uh, but you've got something to offer on the defensive end, too, you know, just from what I've watched, whether it's coming up with some steals or, you know, it seems like you're really good at getting in position to take charges, stuff like that. Is that something the Mavs coaching staff has emphasized for you this season, or is it something that you've worked on individually, you know, heading into this season?
2: Um, It's actually something that I've been, you know, kind of instilled since high school. You know, I went to a um, a high school program where defense was, you know, a big priority. Um, So, you know, kind of the mindset of taking charges and stuff, that's where that was was instilled in me in high school. And so moving to the collegiate level, um, obviously being a smaller guard – you know, use an advantage of my quickness to you know step in and take charges, or or read the passing lanes and get steals is something that um, you know I was able to pick up on, and I think um, you know scouts noticed that. And so um, this year, you know, I'm obviously trying to improve my on-ball defense and stuff like that, but I think you know the, the taking charges and, and getting steals is something that I've I've been doing for um, you know a few years now.
1: Yeah, that's that's one thing about playing for a Rick Carlisle team. You know, if, you, if you're giving effort on the de- defensive end and, you know, you're drawing charges and getting steals, deflections, all that, uh, sooner or later, you know, you're, you're going to get your, your moment and we can't wait for it. But a couple more here, Ty, and I'll let you get out of here. Uh, how do you, just overall, how do you envision your role, you know, if, if it was up to you, say, you know, two, three years down the road, how do you envision your role with the Mavs evolving over these next few seasons?
2: You know, I think for me, just you know, trying to be patient and um, you know, capitalizing on any opportunity that I get. Um, you know, they sent me down here to the G League to, to play off ball, to play the two guard um, spot. And so, you know, I'm trying to, I'm working on my best to to improve my game in that area so that I can come back to the Mavs and um, hopefully be an off ball threat. You know, alongside Luca at some point. Um, you know, that's something that I feel comfortable with and something that I'm aiming um, you know to be able to contribute to is you know being an, a good off ball threat. Uh, alongside Luca, um, being, able, being able to space for the floor for our
1: offense. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that because, uh, you know, we had Donnie Nelson on here. Uh, it was a couple months ago, and we were talking to him about, you know, uh, prospects and potential, whether it's who they drafted or who they signed or whatever. And he was basically just saying, like, yeah, whoever we put next to Luca. You can guarantee they're going to get a bunch of wide open shots. So, <laughs> the idea of them putting you, uh, you know, at the two potentially in the future next to Luca is uh, is pretty exciting just for me personally. So, all right, Todd, This is going to be the last question. It's not really a serious one uh, or a basketball related one, but you know, when you go online, when you go to BasketballReference.com or you know anywhere on Google and you're searching for guys and You know they usually have nicknames and stuff listed and we noticed that there's just nothing there for you right now (laughs) is is that something you're open to you know because fans over time they tend to come up with nicknames for guys and sometimes they're receptive to it sometimes they're not is that something you'd be open to from Mavs fans eventually or do you have one we don't know about
2: um, I definitely don't have one that you guys don't know about, but uh, it's definitely <laughs> something I'd be open to. I think that would be um, kind of funny, I bet, you know, with my name, um, you know, just kind of the way I play, and um, I'm pretty sure a, a slim or something will be will be thrown in there, or something like that. So uh, I think it would be interesting, pretty cool to see if the fans come up with a nickname for me.
1: Yeah, I was looking, you know, I was hoping, you know, if you had a middle name and it started with N, we were going to suggest TNT, but, you know, well, <laughs> I actually, do. My, my middle name is Nate. <laughs> no way. There's no. That's, yeah, my is
2: my is actually RTMP.
1: <laughs> that is hilarious. That we're gonna try and get that to catch on unless somebody can come up with something else better. But that is very great to know. <laughs> well, look, like we'll, well look, Ty, we we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Um, had a lot of fun, and hopefully we can do it sometime in the near future. But we wish nothing. But the best for you and the Mavs going forward. We appreciate it, man.
2: Uh, I appreciate it as well. And, you know, thank you
1: for having me. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you next time. Awesome. All right, All right guys. Again, that is Mavs rookie guard Tyrell Terry, a very confident young player. Uh, he's given us some really nice flashes in the G League. Uh, I, 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 I'm not saying he'll turn in. To Steph Curry, but some of the stuff he's done in the G League—if you go watch his highlights—has been baby Steph-esque. I mean, it's really exciting to watch these young guys develop. Uh, between him and Tyler Bay and uh, Josh Green, who's in the G League working on his shot form and all that, so uh, we hope it happens for him, man. We hope he gets his opportunity and and he shines. And like he mentioned there, you know, the Mavs sent him to the G League. Uh, to get him more accustomed to playing the two uh, and playing more off ball so he can be more effective playing with Luka. So that's really exciting stuff and uh, we hope it works out for him going forward. So guys, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Hit up our YouTube channel. Uh, The first thousand people to subscribe there will have an opportunity to win two tickets to any Mavs home game of your choice. So we're at about 7.50 right now. So there's 250 spots left. Uh, Be sure to do that. And then once it happens, we'll do the drawing and announce the winner for those tickets. So guys, we appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of the weekend and we'll see you next time. Let
3: me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute. Let me step back for a minute.